0: Welcome to another episode of the I Should Have Captained podcast. Game week one in the books, and I'm glad I captained Mo Salah. <laughs> another one how are you all doing it's time to review our new game week and of course you know game week one for a lot of people was um how do you say a lot of emotions um of course as we know you know the usual suspects showed up uh, erling Haaland announced himself getting a brace on game week one scoring a penalty and we now know he's the penalty taker for manchester city as well and also um, we also got to see him in full flow scoring a counter-attacking goal as well so that was brilliant to see of course Salah has now broken the record for you know well at least I think he's tied with Jimmy Vardy or something like that for most goals on the opening day of the season so he scored again and so now every season since coming back to the Premier League and joining Liverpool Mo Salah has scored on the opening day interestingly enough he has also apparently never scored in game week two. So just keep that in mind for those of you who, like myself who have Salah. But game week one, let's just review it in terms of my own team anyways. Um, the most important stuff, to, at least for me, was I got only one clean sheet out of five tries. And of course, this year, it seemed like going big at the back was, was the way to go. Robertson and Trent, of course, was my combo. And both of them flopped for me, obviously, because Mitrovic scored a penalty and Scotty headed goal over Trent as well. So if they could deduct points from Trent for allowing the Metroid goal, I think they would. Van Dyke also then gave away the penalty. Like Liverpool just did not look good. And for whatever reason, now you look at it in retrospect and you remember the Leeds game against Liverpool way back when, when Leeds came back into the Premier League. And it just felt reminiscent of that, where Liverpool is just like, what are you guys doing? Like, why is this a shootout? So, anyways, we know Liverpool at some point to sort out their defensive frailties. And of course, their first chance to do that is against Crystal Palace at home at Anfield and we all are looking for a clean sheet, but then that would mean Crystal Palace will not have scored in two games, game week one against Arsenal and game week two against Liverpool. Of course, it is tough for Crystal Palace, but quickly to run through the games. of course, 2-0 at Crystal Palace for Arsenal, 2-2 Liverpool. Of course, we already talked about Mitrovic, but Darwin Nunes came off the bench, goal and assist. That was brilliant from him. Um, I personally was looking at him and uh, priced at 9.0. I like him, but of course, I think Trent slash um Robertson at the better value so it's one of those things that toss up where what area do you go i'm personally i still like trent and Robertson combo but i i might have to give one of them up to get darwin because i think darwin just looks so sharp and he, he just he looks on it um on to the next game burma to aston villa nil burma look really really good aston villa i was a little disappointed i have bailey so you know Goes without saying, uh, two 0 two one from Leeds, and I thought in my draft I actually drafted uh, Rodrigo, and I really wanted Jack Harrison. Funny enough, I think he um, Harrison had the most expected assist this game week um, from an understats perspective. So it was it was crazy to see what um, Jack Harrison was doing. Funny enough, I know he's a non-song hero, but I think a lot of people are going to go for Errington instead. Five point five should have scored, but the Ongo went to Ryan Nori instead. Um, and also Rodrigo come from an unreasonable angle. So will that continue? I don't know. But I also want to see, I think Bamford is the penalty taker. But I, I wonder if Rodrigo will step up to take it. So I'm looking to see that on the lead side. Newcastle too, uh, Nottingham Forest nil. I think that one was kind of, you know, it is what it is. I think Nottingham Forest came to just get a draw and get out of there. But, you know, Newcastle just looks really, really good. The wonder goal go from Fabian Shaw, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It was really, really brilliant um spurs for southampton one uh kane not scoring was very very annoying and of course contributed to now his price has dropped to 11.4 so kane is just unfortunate because how does a team score four goals and you you don't assist or score in any that just just bad luck really um but from what i saw i think kulusevsky is a good player i think he's gone up now to 8.1 so kulusevsky was a good was a good pick um son is also a good pick at 12 if you're looking at sports assets but i think he'll come good in the long run it's just a matter of when they play chelsea next so you might want to wait after game week 2 to buy him back cuz i think that price drop is worth checking out especially with the point 1 going down and i think he might even still drop again if he doesn't score against chelsea and then harlan continues with his madness and i also i'm looking out for jesus i think um at 8.0 i still don't have him um i think i'm going to go for mitrovic instead looking at the next game week, but we'll get to that in a second but um, Jesus, again, he looked really, he still looked okay. He looked good. I think there was a dribble. He should have scored. And then Martinelli came and passed it wide. So it was one of those things where Jesus still looks sharp. He still looks very, very good. And his high ownership is still really high. I think it's like 70 something still, but it's dropped from his um, all time high. If you're, you know, crypto bro from 76 to about 71 or something, somewhere there about now. So he's starting to drop off. But again, if you like Jesus, by all means, stick with him. Just cause the high ownership, it's up to you. Um, Chelsea 0, sorry, Chelsea 1, Everton 0. That one too was also another affair where Chelsea should have scored more. Sterling had a chance, a couple of people had chances and it just didn't go their way and only Jorginho had to score the penalty. Leicester 2, Brentford 2, Madison looked really, really good in the game. Um, I looked at the stats after the game as well. Madison looks so, so good, even at 8.0 and all the speculation around him going to Newcastle, put a lot of people off and of course they have not so great fixtures in the coming games but still, I think Madison is a great, great pick to have um, if you're going to consider him. I'm still waiting until around game week four, game week five, but it's kind of annoying me already that Madison is already popping, you know what I mean? I'm curious to see where he moves to or whether he stays and also to see what Leicester does with their team. Fofana is looking like he might leave, you know, speculation around him. Tillman is looking like he might leave as well for Arsenal. So there's a lot going on with that Leicester team and so for that reason, I'm just going to stay put. Brentford, on the other hand, looked also really good. They go back into the game after going 2-0 down. Tillemans already hit the bar. So has in three, but they came back into the game. Tony scored. I think he's even scored another one as well on top of that. So Tony also looks really good, especially at 7.0. So those were the main players that took away from that one. Madison for me, I know Dewsbury Hall scored one from outside the box, but you're not going to expect those all the time. Tillemans also hit the bar. So you're not going to expect that all the time. Um, So for me, I think Madison is the one if you're going to go Leicester at all. Um, their defenders, castania started, Thomas, Justice Thomas also started. So I think that we know who the fullbacks are going to be. Um, but still, I, I'm still waiting to see what they do with their transfer business and wait until end of the transfer window at the end of August. Manchester United won Brighton 2. So that one I watched as well. Um, United just looks disastrous. I have Rashford, I have Dallow, and I was very, very disappointed. Uh, of course, I went United over Arsenal at least to open up the game because I thought United's fixture was easier. Very, very disappointed to see um, the Arsenal one ended up in actuality being the easier one. So if I wasn't planning to out a little bit later, I would probably have just taken them all out immediately. I think they just look so bad, so poor. Like they have no idea what they're doing. They did look a little bit better when Ronaldo came on, but still United just looked so shabby and um, Brighton probably deserves to get three points. So it is what it is. Pascal Gross with the two goals. Danny Welbeck was actually the one I actually really liked out of uh, the Brighton team. I think he was very, very sharp. He created a bunch of chances. Um, I think he could have scored on that different circumstances as well. So Welbeck would be the one out of Brighton. Surprisingly, that Unda fellow, I didn't get to see much of him. And also Mopey, didn't really do much in this one either. I don't think he even played. Um, So it was one of those things, Um, Welbeck, I think, is the one. Trossard also looked a little bit good, but I, I would probably, if, if I was going to test it at all, Welbeck would be the guy. But, um, Pascal Gross, who scored two goals, is also a worthy punt, but keep in mind that he scored tap-ins and he was wide, wide, all alone. I think one of them was a rebound of another player and then another one was a cross because he was trying to go to, uh, what's his name, Lenana. And then he fell to Pascal Gross because he went past everybody. So again, I don't think it was set up for him. He just, you know, fortune-fevered the bold, I guess. So he was in the right place at the right time. And so Gross, um, Pascal Gross got to benefit two goals in that game for that reason. Uh, and of course, we already talked about the Haaland just looks so brilliant. KDB is going to feast this season. Um, of course, a lot of people always try to press up against Manchester City, but now having an athlete like Haaland at the other side is going to be great. And then if you now ultimately try to drop deep, then of course, you know all the MKDB are going to shoot from outside the box. Diaz from outside the box, Cancelo from outside the box. There's so much, there's so much now that um, is interesting with Manchester City. The full backs playing in the middle was something we just, I know you are tried that a long time ago with Clichy uh, and Bakary a long time ago um, where we saw those two guys starting to come in a little bit. Um, but even then, it was very interesting to see how Pep has changed his taxes over time and bringing things back and all kinds of things. So, um, West Ham did have any answer. I think there was one chance for Declan Rice that he probably could have scored and taken away that Manchester City clean sheet. But it is what it is. We move on to the next game week. So, in terms of my team and things I want to change, um, I think I'm going to play the value game early. Uh, I'm not too worried about the points right now. I will still keep up because, again, we're still waiting for that data to start to emerge. So, for well, the first couple of game weeks, game week one, game week two, game week three, I'm going to play the value game a little bit, catch up to players that are on the bandwagon. Then from game week four, when the data starts to emerge, I'm going to wildcard so that I can get all the players that I actually really like. I'm looking at some under, um, some stats underneath them, shots, um, players in the box. You know, you start to see people players' formations, start to see how coaches want to use their players. And also around that point, we're getting close to the end of the transfer window as well. So players are a little more set. So for me, in the next coming game weeks, I'm going to play the value game. I'm not too shy to lose points. I might lose some points here and there. um, Make take a four-point hit. I don't want to take more than that. Maybe a negative eight, maybe. But that's kind of the idea right now because, again, it could be a false positive. Was it that Kane was super unlucky or is it the fact that, you know, Kulisevsky and Son are just the ones that are going to do all the damage and Kane ends up dropping deep sometimes. Some other times he's in the box. Um, Could it be that? Or, you know, for example, was it that United were just unlucky because of Brighton's formation? Maybe they are, in fact, onto something, or maybe it's because Ronaldo isn't ready. So do I take out my United guys yet? I don't know. I don't want to react too quickly. So I'm going to play the value game for now. Since I don't know, and I don't want to be bouncing back and forth on that wildcard, because we're going to get multiple of it, I want to use mine as... Wisely as possible. <laughs> How do you say wisely without saying without it being wisely? So I want to use my wildcard somewhere around game week four or five. That's when I'll start looking at it. But right now I think it's a little too early because even if I jump on certain players, it may have just been one game week, um, and you don't know. For example, I still want to keep Trent and Robertson. But is it that Darwin is actually just so good that I drop one of those two? Um, is it that I go get Chelsea players? They play Spurs next. I think then we'll get a proper test of if that defense is really solid or not. Um, Everton still gave them a game, but it wasn't too, too bad because they didn't have a striker. You know, DCL was injured. So for those who don't know, DCL, Dominic Carver-Lewin was injured. So they didn't really have a recognizable striker in Everton and they couldn't really get out all the time. It was mostly Gordon just running down, trying to get out and he really couldn't. Um, It was stopped every time. So with that in mind, I want to know if Chelsea defenders are worth getting. James obviously got points. Kukurela is his starter What's going on there? You know, is is still well going to drop off? So all those kind of questions, I'm still going to wait for the next couple of game weeks to to figure out, and we'll take it from there. So in playing the um value game, I've currently just taken out Kane, just because I don't want to lose um his his value uh, in that point one drop off. So I brought in Mitrovic, and that's probably going to be my only transfer. The only other place I was looking at was changing out Zaha for KDB. I think. KDB might be, I mean, if you start, if you check out his Instagram um, today, he was talking about how you know Merlin, Erling Harland was was at a restaurant looking for looking through the menu and obviously KDB and joked and said, "Do you want me to assist you or something like that?" So it was really pretty cheeky in there, tongue tongue and cheek, and kind of fun. But still, um, they play Bournemouth, first game at home. I think that game is a, is going to be a disaster for Bournemouth. I think Haaland... So after what he did to West Ham, I think this is his first hat-trick, ladies and gentlemen. So if you don't have Haaland, quickly go get him. His price has already gone up once. I suspect it might go up again before the game week uh, deadline. So if you don't have Haaland already, hurry and do so. Um, other games I'm also targeting. I, 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 before I go on, uh, Cancelio also looked okay. Um, I think that clean sheets is most likely guaranteed. Even though, again, Bournemouth won their game against Aston Villa. This is Manchester City. So And it's Manchester City at home. So... Uh, I don't expect that same kind of luck uh, for Bournemouth. But again, you know, crazy things happen in, in sports, so you never know. But still, I think Cancelo and Walker double up won't be too far for me. Um, another game I'm also targeting, uh, West Ham, Nottingham Forest. I think Nottingham Forest came to just defend. And again, was it a false positive? Is it just what they're going to do away or when they're at home, are they going to play out? So we're going to see a little bit better West Ham also have lost their own game, so they're looking for their own first three points or at least points on the board. So I think they will come out and we'll see how Nottingham respond. Um, that'll be another place I want to see. Um, I'm already guessing in Mitrovic, as I talked about already, but I think it'll be clear from the Wolves game to see if Mitrovic is in fact who he is. And I think he is because obviously giving Liverpool a game is not a joke. So if he goes at Wolves and shows us that he's really that guy, I think a lot of people are going to be very happy to get Mitrovic at 6.5. I think he's gone up now to 6.6 as well. So that's one of the stuff you need to check out on Mitrovic too. And of course, Wolves have now signed their captain away on a season-long loan, Cody um, to Everton. So um, I think that defense is a little weaker now as a result. And I am correct, Mitrovic is in fact 6.6. So that, that could be a place you go uh, if you're looking for quick solutions. Southampton looks okay, at the beginning of the Spurs game, but then they fell off quickly because they scored first, and then they just fell off. And as you know, Southampton once they concede, they concede a lot, as opposed to just like losing one nil, two one. They just for whatever reason, rank um you know, Hasan teams just end up falling apart. I was about to say ranking there, but <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, but yeah. So Hasan Hutto just his teams are just like that, and I don't know why. So I don't expect Leeds will do the same thing that you know Tottenham did to him, but we'll see. Um. I, Again, I'm keeping an eye again. Leeds also winning against Wolves. Is that a false positive? Is that just, you know, initial gra-gra, as we say? So we'll see. We'll find out. Uh, Brighton looking good against United. Again, they're typically a team that plays very, very well. Graham Potter. But well, now they're going to play Newcastle. That's one of the highest XG from last game week. So we'll see if Newcastle's defense is really serious or is it just that Brighton is actually a very, very good team. Brighton also looks decent. So again, we're checking all these places out. In Brighton's side, Lampty did not start. So again, we're looking out for those kinds of things. That's kind of where I'm keeping an eye out for who actually ends up starting, who ends up playing and who's giving us points from either their strategy, from their formation, uh, from their XG Expected assists as well. So I already looked, I'm looking out for Harrison already. I talked about him from Leeds. That's a key player I'm looking at there. And of course, if it's not Harrison, maybe it's Aronson and maybe it's Rodrigo. Keeping an eye out. Probably not going to go for Bamford because I think at that price point, I'm probably just going to go for uh, Jesus instead. I'm also hoping that Jesus doesn't score against Leicester. Leicester looked okay. I know they did concede two. And of course, this is Jesus' home debut. So I'm hoping he doesn't score again. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed because I need his price to drop. I need his price to drop for that Bournemouth game in game week three. So that's kind of how I'm thinking. Please, Leicester, do the need for it. I'm begging you, let anybody else score. Martinelli's free to score. I think his price has also gone up from six to 6.1. I didn't talk about him earlier. He looks really, really sharp, by the way. He was on corners over on the left side, Saka was on the right side. So um, he's on set pieces. Um, He's also crossing the ball in. He's also available for tap-ins, as he should have scored after Jesus' is uh, after Jesus had his chance. So Martinelli also looks really good. His price is 6.1. He might also go up again. I hope he scores so that a lot of people start diverting funds either from Saka or the way to Martinelli or they divert funds away from um, Jesus and his price drops. Cause I think he's eventually going to score, but I think his first goal should be at that Bournemouth game. Again, fingers crossed. I might be wrong, but again, you know, what's, what's the point of playing the game if you're not going to have some fun. Um, and then of course, Chelsea Spurs was also now going to see if Spurs defense is actually really solid. The, the yeah, XG was also one of the highest in the previous game week. Um, but still, it's one of those things. And oh yeah, by the way, if you're looking for um, the XGs and where I'm looking at them from, there's a website called Understat.com that you typically check out. Um, you can see all the different XGs, XG against, things like that. So literally, Newcastle United had the best XG against this past game week. Second to them was Manchester City, then Tottenham, then Brentford. Bournemouth was fifth. So you can see all those different stats. And of course, you can also adjust them based on dates and start times. And then of course, the team that was expected to score the most was in fact Manchester City, followed by Liverpool, and then Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton. So that's kind of the order. And of course, you can use all these things to figure out, okay, is it the team that's playing really well? Is it players that are playing really well? That's kind of the idea. And that's kind of what I use as I go forward. Remember, we're still early in the game. So some things may not be a pattern yet. We've only got one Round of data, some things look pretty obvious, of course, like Salah scoring, Haaland scoring, but we will find out over time who is, in fact, who. For now, um, I'm going to leave you with captaincy choice. I think the obvious one, Erling Haaland, they play Bournemouth at home. I think, I think you just hedge your bets there and move on. But when in doubt, of course, you can captain Salah and you know move on with your life. He is also at home. Um, remember, Salah for whatever reason has not scored in game week two before don't know why can't explain it um (laughs) but it is what it is so i'm just going to stick with harland for now um not change too much in my team and then from game week two onward and game week three i'll now start having some trends here to start looking at so with that ladies and gentlemen i wish you all the best in game week two i'll catch you again in the next one Bye.